All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome in recording artist, singer, songwriter, Naomi Washira. Naomi, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you so much, Brad, for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Definitely glad you're on board. So I was just kind of surfing around the internet and Twitter and doing my thing and YouTube, and um, I come across your music. And I was just really taken by it. It's great stuff. So I wanted to get you on board and talk about your record, some of your history, what you what you got going on in the future, current, the whole nine yeah. yards. So I guess let's start off with Song of Lament. Yes. Um, this is your newest record, I believe? Yes, that's coming out on June 2nd. Okay, great. So yeah, so it was, it was a June release. So um, yeah. what can the fans expect when they listen to this record? Um, I think I feel like I actually wrote this album um, two years ago, um, almost to the week, um, and I was in Germany. And there was just like a lot of turmoil that was kind of starting to bubble up. Um, and one of the, the um, events that inspired this album was um, 700 men, women, and children drowned in the Mediterranean. Mm. And all of them were, you know, trying to search for a better life. Right. And, um, and I think my heart just really hurt because you can feel it in, in the world, like everywhere. Like there's just so much fear um, that's coming through and that's like forcing people to make like these really terrible decisions about other people that look different or, you know, um, have a different belief system. Right. Um, and so for me, I think this album is really about, it, it is a lament about where we are. Um, I just want trying to highlight like all these situations that we've witnessed, whether it's like political upheaval, um, you know, like in a country like Kenya or like other African countries where like there's so much turmoil that happens after, you know, elections and, um, but also like this, I'm a very optimistic kind of woman and this belief that when we, um, when we treat with kindness and empathy, mm -hmm. like that there's, um, that we actually have, um, a better chance of surviving as a human race and, um, so I think it, it, it really does. And one of the things that I really enjoy about listening to your music is you're a storyteller. Not everybody can yeah. do that. Not everybody can do that in, 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 in the music world. So when I listen to your songs, you have a unique ability to paint a picture where I'm actually mm -hmm. envisioning what you're singing about. And it's, it's really important that, especially here in America, you know, the thing about Americans, by the way, congratulations on uh, becoming an American citizen. I read, I read about that a few oh, years ago. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah thank that, you. That's, ter that's terrific. Um, I, I was able to travel uh, probably maybe, in t I've been to roughly 20 countries, and I was able to see that 
people don't have it as good as we have it here in this country. Yes. And 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 one of the one of the problems with a lot of not even you know I'm almost going to say the younger generation, but there are even some middle age people that haven't traveled a whole lot either. They don't realize how good they have it here. And I think it's important that traveling, if, if you can't travel, it's, it's important to listen to people who have and that can tell that story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, it's just like I feel like when you open your mind to the, the you know, you have 7 billion people plus in this world. Mm. And, like, and when you think about like all those stories that are represented and that every story is valid, um, to me that's such, such a powerful way to look at humanity, that there are 7 billion stories walking around. Mm -hmm. and. You know, and each one is valid and each one is sacred. And, um, yeah, and I think when we expose ourselves to people who are different from us, like, it, it really does create um, an ability to empathize and, um, I don't know, I just kind of, like, reach across the aisle, quote-unquote, and, mm -hmm. um, and and look at somebody else's life from, from a very different angle than, than what you're used to. You know, we all look up and see the same stars and the same planets. Right, um, yes. I saw I saw a photo. Um, are you familiar with the Voyager spacecraft? It's, it's a it's a it's a spacecraft that we launched in the 1970s. NASA yeah. NASA launched it, yeah. mm -hmm. and it's the first spacecraft to ever to ever make it into interstellar space. It's no longer in our solar system. That's how far away it is. And mm. I saw a photo that it that the Voyager camera took of the Earth from from pretty much that distance from outside of our solar system and the earth is just a little speck it's just a little tiny right? little, tiny speck yeah and it's amazing yeah. to me when i saw that photo it really took my breath because when i saw that photo i was just like look at how insignificant that little dot is compared to the yeah. whole universe and the human Absolutely. and the human species and look how we treat each other yeah um, it's I, amazing i, I, I had that same thought this week i was just like we're like literally like you know when you look at the I can tell. I mean, just a little bit we've talked and listening to the music I've listened to. You just want to unite people, man. You, 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 I do. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because we only get so much time on this earth, you know. Right. It's like at the end of the day, like all this fighting, I'm just like, what is it for? Like, uh -huh. what is it? What does it actually give you or grant you? You know, like mm -hmm. if it, to, me, to me, I think the biggest thing as a human being is like to be in alignment with your with your truth, like with the truth that allows you to be a light and to inspire people and but like fighting I don't, I don't see how that actually inspires people to be better or 
um, no. you know. Um, totally agree. So this isn't your first record, though. I've, I've you know, upon my research, you have um, you have a couple uh, projects out there. You had African Girl in 2012. And then a self-titled record, Naomi Washira, 2014, and then in yeah. 2015, I Am Because You Are. So, yeah. I guess touch a little bit on, on those earlier projects, and um, how have those projects helped you to where you are right now? Um, I think they've all been like very instrumental. Like When I first came out with the EP in 2012, I was kind of testing the lottery. Mm-hmm. some of the YouTube comments underneath it and there was people saying that they have a daughter that's that heard it and how, how, yeah. how they connected to you yeah friend of mine um listened to a few of your songs when i was prepping for this interview and um we were just you know we just had your, your music playing through the computer speakers in my office and yeah he said that um he said you know he said if you take bob marley and tracy chapman and mix it up in a mm-hmm. bottle you mix it up in a bottle and this is who you get you get this naomi no way. now that's, that's a pretty amazing. that's a pretty pretty good compliment i was like wow yeah you're that's right like Oh, me too. You know, I just admire her so much, and like, and I think what she's she offered us, and you know, um, with her work, um, has inspired people like me to be like, oh yeah, I can do this, and I can change the world mm. through music. And of course, Bob Marley is oh, of course you know, the same. Um, so yeah, that's a huge, huge compliment. Tell him or her. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it very 
Yeah, you know, and, and when and it was a her, and when she said it, I was like, wow, you know, yeah, you're right. I, I hear that. I, I it's, it's definitely. I hear some Tracy Chapman. I hear some Bob Marley. Some of your guitar, you know, you have kind of a some of your songs kind of a little bit of a reggae-ish ring yeah, to them, you know. Really? And I was like, yeah, man. Yeah. And, and now that I, you know, you said it, it, what a compliment because it's true. Beautifully Human, I love this song. I listened to this one too. Um, oh, thank you. Yep, this this one really got me. Um, it just touched me. I, I love it. So, tell the tell the listeners how this song came about. What 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 do you want them to get out of this song? Yeah, it's funny. I wrote this song. I studied theology in, in graduate school, and um, my professor had asked me to write a paper about um, looking at missionaries from a from an African perspective. Oh. Um, and, and this song came from just like that research. And but the disheartening thing was like this um, belief that people who look like me um, are less than, and I think this has been going on for God knows how long. Um, and and I wanted to sort of like this is like my defiant way of saying I know what it feels like to be in my skin, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm beautifully human. Like and the color of my skin doesn't say much. Like it's just the color. Um, but the truth of who I am is what lies within my spirit. And mm-hmm. And so I wrote that song to sort of like be like, no, sorry, like this is this is my story. I'm going to tell my story, but I also wanted to include like not just people who look like me, but people who are different in other ways, whether it's like your belief system or able-bodied or not. Um, that that you are beautifully human, and mm-hmm. and that's you know the story. Like there doesn't need to be any other description to that. Um, and so that's why that's why I wrote beautiful. And I think it's like so important, especially like in the climate that we're in right now. Mm. Um, it's a message that I feel like that need, really needs to be broadcasted, really, and yeah. be reminding people that we're all beautiful and we're here. We've been created. Like you know, let's move on from whatever yeah. other you know bad stories that have been passed on from generation to generation that have you know become truth. And I'm just like, but they're not truth. Like it's just a lie that. Yeah, Lady Gaga's song "Born This Way" kind of has the same, yeah, the same mm-hmm. message. You yeah. know, it's like, hey man, you know, stop judging, stop being racist or prejudiced, or just stop it. The people are born the way they are, and just live and let live, man. Leave people yeah, alone. Exactly. It's like nobody is harming you because of how they. I don't. I'm, I don't understand why. I know. Me either. You know, they even need a tax. I'm just like they're not doing anything to you, and everybody's just like walking their lane. You know. Mm-hmm. So you've been playing um, and writing for how long? Since you were 15, did I read that right? Yeah, so I, I started writing music when I was 15, um, but I actually did, and then I picked up guitar when I was 27. Um, and was your dad a musician? Did I read that too? Or, or? My dad was, yes. Yeah, okay. so my dad was a pastor. Um, okay. I, I grew up in the church, and sure. you know, so singing was kind of like you know the same. And um, um, so I definitely got my influence from both my both my parents can sing really well. Oh, nice. I got my influence from them. Um, but it took a while. But it's like I, by the age of five, I knew that this is what I wanted to do. But you know, my parents were like, "No, that's not a really great idea. <laughs> uh, you need a real job." Yes, musicians. <laughs> musicians get that a lot from their parents. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I kind of talked it in the back of my mind, and when my father passed away in 2013, um, I, like, everything sort of kind of came, like, came rushing, 
and, and, I, and I had a daughter like a couple years before that so it's like all these like really huge monumental events happened in my life that right. really made me question like what am I doing here like and you know and music kind of kept coming back of like this is this is what you were created to do um, so at the age of 35 I quit my job and wow it's been five years and um, it's been like the most incredible difficult journey um, and yet the most rewarding and um, of you know anything I've ever done well besides my daughter um, of course and yeah so, so it's been it's been really good so as previously mentioned, I, I, you had that little bit of a Bob Marley-ish, crazy Chapman, but who are some of your musical influences? Um, I was like Miriam Akeba, who is from South Africa, ah, okay. um, and she, she was huge, like, during the apartheid, um, um, and, like, I just always, like, admired her, and actually, I didn't really, like, listen to music until, like, late in, actually, my early 20s, um, and... And then, but, like, she was one, of course, I could like Whitney Houston. I just absolutely adored Whitney Houston. Oh, me too. And just her ability to convey just, like, such raw emotion. Like, I'm just like, I don't think, I've, you know, there's very few singers who can really do what she could do. Um, she's and, still... Like, Whitney Houston and... She's okay. still to this day, I'm sorry to interrupt, because I want, before I forget my, my mm -hmm. thought on Whitney Houston. <laughs> Whitney Houston, to this day, sang the most incredible best rendition of the Star Spangled Banner I have ever heard oh I know it's so funny you said that because I just sang the National Anthem oh. two weeks ago at a, at a soccer game here in mm -hmm. Seattle um, and I like I kept thinking about that video and ah, like nice. I watched it a couple of times and I'm just like oh my god like yes it's just like mind blowing you know I get goosebumps I get goosebumps still when I hear that on oh yeah me too yeah. yeah. Every time I see it, I'm just like, the whole body is just like a wave of goosebumps. And when she sang, she sang so effortlessly. It was she yeah, was so I talented. Like talking, I'm like, what? I see, I, I see other people try to like, you know, the some a lot of the, um, like I've been working with NBC, the Voice TV show, doing their uh, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. podcast yep. with their singers for about five or six seasons now, and that show plus American Idol there's been quite a few people that that try to sing Whitney Houston songs like I will always love you which is which is yeah. you know one of my favorite and some of them can do it okay some of them do it pretty good but they really have to they really have to put effort into to get close Whitney sings that song like like it was like nothing I mean it's just like effortlessly yeah. Like, she's like whispering, you know, like, how is this happening? Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally, I totally, and it's like, but I also love, like, Dolly Parton. Like, my mom used to love Dolly Parton. Yeah. Like, I, I grew up listening to a little bit of country. Sure. Um, you know, and I, I even, I love, um, um, Dolly Parton's version, like, her original version of that song. Yeah. And I think it's just like, it's just like the simplicity to it. It's just like absolutely breathtaking. Mm. Um, but yeah, so like, those are some of the, you know, the artists of, like, listen to, um, you know, sort of guiding me in what direction I wanted to head as, as an artist. Those are good ones, that's for sure. Okay, so whenever I do podcasts, I like to take some questions from my Twitter followers and, and my Facebook followers. And, yeah. of course, I can't get to all of them because I have, like, thousands of followers on Facebook and Twitter. Um, but one that I really liked was a question from a lady named Alice, and she's from San Antonio, Texas. Okay. 
and she listens. She said she she knows who you were. She was excited that I was going to do this podcast. Yeah. With you. And um, anyway, so she wanted me to ask you. Please ask her what does she enjoy more, creating the song or performing the song. Mm, that's a good question. It is. I love that question. Oh, that's such a great question. Um. Oh man, that's a really good question. I think uh, I'm gonna just intuitively. I felt um, performing it like that's like the thing that I felt like really like it rang true. I'm just sure. like I love I love performing. I love delivery because it's like it, it almost becomes to me it's like every time I sing um, it's, it's a whole body experience and I think being able to sing that song every time becomes like almost like this cleansing process mm. um, of getting those words and like the energy and everything like out of my body and and like into other people and like almost like having them sort of embrace and enjoy whatever or whatever they're going to do with it um, so I have to say I think it would be like performing it would be like my favorite, like yeah. my favorite part. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I and I did like that question too. That was a good one. Yeah, that's a really really good question. All right, so um, a few more things, and I'll let you go. So I guess before I do let you go, I want to I want to um, give you an opportunity to tell the, the the listeners like where they can where they can get your stuff. Where, where will you be performing? You have any you have any shows coming up that they can go see? storyteller you're a great singer you're you're a great oh, thank you Brad. great guitar player i really really enjoyed your music too i'm gonna i'm gonna jump on board the washira chain we'll call it that the washira oh, chain yes. and i appreciate you <laughs> I doing appreciate this that so much. absolutely well, i'm glad you came on board the show and we, we definitely want to get you back on once some, once you get some new news like some some tour dates anything yeah. new you just let us know and we want to get you back on okay all right will do thank you so much Brad. appreciate you very much 